Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest hey, Edwin. Hey, Andrew. Happy Friday, my friend. Happy Friday. Rolling into another weekend here. Yes, we are, which means in just two days, the congregation here that meets on Livingston Avenue will be meeting to worship God and would love for anyone listening to join us. Absolutely. Our uh, contact, you, you know, the address and times of service and all that, easily found at our website, www.christiansmeethere.org, christiansmeethere.org. So we'd love to see you, love to meet you. I think we've actually talked during this week about how important it would be. We'd, we'd love to talk to you. If you want to be in this city of God mm-hmm. and you're not there, we want to help with that. So, But today we're going to continue looking at 87, Psalm 87. Andrew and I are going to have a little bit of a conversation. So you ready to talk about Psalm 87? You know, often on Fridays we talk about the psalm in light of... Jesus. Finding Jesus. That's right. So we're going to find Jesus here in this psalm I wonder today. if we can find Jesus in this city on Zion God's holy hill. Let's try. So yesterday we read the English translation of the Greek translation of the scripture. So I thought, well, let's couple that. Today I'm going to read... We found it eventually, didn't yes, we? Yes, we did. Uh, today I'm going to read from the Jewish Publication Society's translation, Holy Scriptures, according to the Masoretic Text, which of course our English translations are based on... The, yes. Most of them are based on the Masoretic Text, but this is from the Jewish Publication Society. I'm going to read Psalm 87, a psalm of the sons of Korah, a song. His foundation is in the holy mountains. The Lord loveth the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God. I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon as among them that know me. Behold, Philistia and Tyre with Ethiopia. This one was born there. But of Zion it shall be said, This man and that was born in her, and the Most High himself doth establish her. The Lord shall count in the register of the peoples, This one was born there. And whether they sing or dance, All my thoughts are in thee. All my thoughts are in thee. That's pretty good. Um, the New King James is all my springs are in you. You know, it, it's. <laughs> I, I get that the people who are praising, they're praising about Zion. Yes. Um, but it, th- that particular I, metaphor for me is a, a, a little confusing, I guess. I'm sure that the reason why that translation was given here was that they are trying to figure out what does it mean, especially because in Jerusalem itself, there weren't any springs. They had to pipe in water. Yeah. That's what Hezekiah did. Yeah. And so why would those worshiping say this about Jerusalem? I And so, okay, so springs must be a metaphor. What's it as a metaphor? I think what they, they thought is, oh, it's that idea of, of everything I think about, whatever's it's springing forth from my heart and mind. It's bubbling yeah. up. I'm sure, that's, I'm sure that was their purpose in that. As I've read it, I've thought, well, I know what a spring is. In fact, I was having a conversation with somebody recently. We're reading through the Gospel of John, and we were talking about the Samaritan woman at the well, mm-hmm. when Jesus talks to her about, if you knew who who was talking to you, you'd ask me, and I'd give you living water right. that would spring up and you know to eternal life, and, and you'd never thirst again. And she didn't understand at all what he was saying, because she says, hey, give me some of that so that I don't have to come back to this well anymore. Mm-hmm. And as, as my friend and I were talking about it, what we realized was, well, today we kind of want to throw her under the bus, but if if you think about the fact that when you're at a subsistence level existence, like most people were, like 95 to 98% of all the world was back yeah. in the time of the New Testament, 
Most of your day, the great majority of your day was spent trying to make sure that at your next meal, you had food and water. Mm-hmm. For them to have water, it meant going out yes. to a well. It meant meant leaving the village. It meant leaving the city. It meant spending time going out to a well somewhere, dropping a bucket down in the well, and pulling the water yeah. back up, and then carrying it back. And if you used all of it, you had to go do it again. Yeah. I mean, think about how she's going to get her, all this life back right (laughs) that she got to spend hiking back and forth drawing water every day absolutely and from that when we have a comment about all my springs are in you what we really have there is my source of life Mm. the the water like a a living water yes the the water that gives me life what what provides me sustenance is in the city, it's mm-hmm. right there, and mm-hmm. I have easy access to it. So the so the idea of these folks who would sing, and I know there's some translational difficulty about is it dancing, is it piping, and then of course in the New Covenant we might struggle with, wait a minute, what does that mean for us? But in, in that time of the Old Testament, we remember after walking through the Red Sea, they came out on the other side and they sang and they danced. Dance, when yeah. Deborah's victory took place, mm-hmm. they sang and they danced. David sang and danced. Yeah. Here was Here's what we find regarding some of that worship that was happening under the old covenant. And what this psalm says is the ones who are excited about God, who are turning to God, what they're going to say about Mother Zion Mm -hmm. is this is where my life comes from. This is where the springs of life come forth that, that, uh, well, that provide life and sustenance. Well, and what a beautiful contrast you have there, because again, all these other cities and nations that are mentioned, they are rich, they are successful, they are world powers. Maybe those would be the places that you'd be singing and dancing about. No, no, no. To have the citizenship here in Mount Zion, this is where the joy is, in the city of God. Absolutely. So, okay, that's the city. The city, the city that God loves, that he founded and placed on Mount Zion. Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, we read a lot about Zion in the Psalms. In fact, this is, I think, like the 15th Psalm that mentions Zion. Andrew, do you remember the first Psalm that mentions Zion? You know, it comes up real early on in the Psalms, and most of the time when you ask a question like that, the answer is either Psalm 1 or Psalm 2. <laughs> well, do you so remember, what, so do you you remember which one a coin, Toss a coin? I think it's Psalm 2. <laughs> it absolutely is Psalm 2. In fact, listen to, to what we find here. Oh, I was about to read verse 1, but in fact, let me jump down. Here it is. Verse, uh, verse 6. As yeah. for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. Mm-hmm. In fact, just recognize how similar these two verses are, Psalm 87, 1 and Psalm 2 and verse 6. Yeah. But the difference is that in Psalm 87, he set or founded his city on the holy hill. In Psalm 2, he set his king on his holy hill. When we read Psalm 87, we are supposed to have already read Psalm 2. Yeah, We really, when we hear about this city set on the holy hill, the foundation on that holy hill, we really are supposed to think not just about the city, but about the king of that mm-hmm. city, the king mm-hmm. of that nation that resides in those holy hills. And of course, the king of kings and the Lord of lords is Jesus Christ. Yes. As we've been talking this week about this heavenly Jerusalem, this heavenly city of God. It is Jesus Christ who's the king. Let me drive it home just a little bit more, brother. All you right. Ready for this? All right. Do you remember that earlier in the week, as we were just talking about God laying the foundation for this city, being the designer, the builder, the author of this city, do you remember we 
we read Isaiah 28 and verse 16? I remember we read just a little bit of it, and you said, wait, wait, there's more. <laughs> That's exactly right. So are we coming back to it? There it is. All right. It's Isaiah 28, 16. <laughs> Therefore, thus says the Lord God, behold, I am the one who has laid as a foundation in Zion. So wait, there's Zion. Who, who is laid? The fa- Well, it just says, I am the one who has laid, has laid as okay. a foundation right. in Zion. What has he laid? A stone a tested stone, a precious cornerstone of a sure foundation, whoever believes will not be in haste. Mm. Now, um, okay, yeah. quiz, pop quiz, yeah. pop quiz. Yeah. In the New Testament, mm-hmm. who's the cornerstone? Yeah, that's Jesus Christ. Jesus! That's that's a favorite passage for some New Testament writers. We huh? find it in Romans 9, 33. We find it in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 6. Mm-hmm. They couple it together with Psalm 118, 22, where it talks about the stone being rejected and becoming the chief right. cornerstone. They talk about it being a stumbling stone over which people stumble. Yeah. And then we get to Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10, that even though it doesn't quote either of these, it talks about the temple being built. And it says that the foundation is the apostles and prophets, but the cornerstone mm-hmm. is Jesus. Mm-hmm. We find this. So here's what we know as we couple all of these things together. When we hear about the holy city, Jerusalem, especially the heavenly Jerusalem, founded and built by God, what we know is the cornerstone of that city mm-hmm. is Jesus Christ himself. Mm-hmm. And some people are going to stumble over that. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to think, no, that's folly. That can't be true. Some people are going to think, no, that's ridiculous. That can't be true. But those who are being saved by him recognize that his death, burial, and resurrection is the power of God, and it's the wisdom of God. It is the foundation. It is the cornerstone of everything we believe and do and teach. In fact, uh, when he is speaking with Peter, uh, he says that he is the rock. He is the foundation. Mm -hmm. That good confession is that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Oh, good point. Yeah, so he he is the foundation. It came to my mind when when we were reading Psalm 87, verse 1, his foundation is in the holy mountains. There is a foundation. There is a bedrock, which is Jesus is the Christ. And so if we listen to what he says and do what he says, we're building our lives on the rock on the rock the foundation yeah yeah and if we listen to what he says and we don't do it mm-hmm. well now we're building it on sand we're a foolish man and we, we've not founded our lives there is no foundation and when the storms of judgment come our house will collapse mm-hmm. that's right I have a great fall and great was its fall great was its fall the wise oh wait no we're not singing <laughs> we're not gonna sing about not it, gonna sing it. Hebrews right. chapter 12 we've gone there a couple of times this week remember in verses 22 to 24 where it highlights about when we've come to Christ when we've come to his church we've come yes. to the heavenly Jerusalem we've yes. come to the mountain of God we've come to the city of the living God as, as we get done with that paragraph, listen to what's next. Are you ready for this? So he says, look, you're not coming to Sinai. You're not coming to blazing fire and dark and gloom. You're coming to Mount Zion. You're coming to Christ and his church. You're mm-hmm. coming to this blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Mm-hmm. You're coming to this new covenant. Here, now the conclusion, verse 25. See that you do not refuse him who is speaking. For if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, much less will we escape if we reject him who warns from heaven. Mm. The point being is that God had spoken on Sinai. They heard his voice while they were there on earth. He says they didn't escape when they neglected what he said. Mm -hmm. Now we have the heavenly Jerusalem. Our king is in the heavens. That's where he is. He is in the holy place in the heavens. I mean, Mm -hmm. as you go through Hebrews, that's that's the idea that our king, our high priest has gone and he is in the holy place 
in the real holy place behind the veil, not just this shadowy stuff down here on earth. He is in the real place. And what the Hebrew writer says is, look, therefore you need to listen. Mm -hmm. I just want to drive that home. We are to be in the heavenly Jerusalem. So this this is real. It's a kingdom that can't be shaken, as it goes on to point out, because it is in the heavens. It is anchored in the heavens. It is not an earthly geopolitical kingdom. We... You know, I'm thinking about that. We've got our brother, Bill Bynum, who's gone over to the Czech Republic to to, uh, preach. Preach. And yet, of course, it's not the Czech Republic anymore. It's now Czechia or Czechia or however you're supposed to say it. And and then as you look look through these these different countries there in Europe and Eastern Europe and all this, because they're always changing. Africa. You look, you travel to Africa. Yeah. What's happening in those countries in Africa as you look back over the last 50 years? Oh, yeah. Constantly, why? New, because new early kingdoms change. I mean, this this kingdom we're a part of has only been here 200 and... I, now I can't even remember the number, but what? Uh, 50 years? Almost 250 years? Yeah, about that. That's it. Uh, these nations don't last down here. Mm-hmm. But he says, we've got a kingdom in the heavens. It does not get shaken. So listen, listen to the voice of the king. Listen to the one who is the foundation of the city. Do not neglect him or or, or you'll be judged. Yeah. Well, I mean, and isn't that the end of Psalm 2? You, you need to kiss the sun. Oh, yeah. 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 That's straight up there. Well, Psalm 87, glorious things are spoken of the city of God, and why not? Mm-hmm. It's got a glorious king. Yeah. We can't... You know what? Yesterday, I made an impassioned plea, don't preach Christ, not the church. But you know what? Don't preach the church and not Christ. Sure. We, sure. It's, it's the city and the kingdom. They go together. And Absolutely. let's remember that. So let's go ahead and wrap up with a word of prayer, brother. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your church. Thank you for this city that is made without hands. You, Father, are the builder. You are the maker. We thank you, Father, for Christ, who is the chief cornerstone and the foundation. We thank you for the gospel that allows us to be born into this city and truly to be children of Mother Zion in that respect. Father, we are excited about the future of your great city, the wonderful promises and hope that we have of being a Christian each day. And we pray, Father, that with that joy and that hope, we might be moved to share it with others and that you would bring uh, these programs especially to people who are needing hope today and, and needing to know about your gospel and the opportunity and the invitation to come be a part of your family, a part of your city. And Lord, we pray that you might use us in that way to let others know the good news. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at ChristiansMeetHere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.